Thanks for tuning into this episode of FinTech Focus TV, powered by Harrington Star, the global leaders in financial technology recruitment. Head over to the Harrington Star website where you'll be able to find all the latest jobs in financial technology across the globe. You'll also be able to download the latest issue of the Financial Technologist magazine, including the Top 1% Workplace Awards. Finally, if you're looking to grow your team, please get in touch. Enjoy the show. Hello and welcome to another episode of FinTech Focus TV with me, Toby Babb, and today we are at the Fix America's Trading Conference, and it is an absolute pleasure, honor, and privilege to bring Ilyakov here, who is one of the most well-known, powerful, incredible figures of the financial services sector here in New York City. Ila, it is wonderful to have you on, on today. It's a pleasure to be here, and I'm really glad you asked me to come. But um, just by way of introduction, for those of you that don't know me, I've spent about 40 plus years in financial services, the last 23 at BlackRock. Um, and I retired from BlackRock in April and took over as chair uh, for the Shrewd Palsy Foundation. So um, I am incredibly passionate about the topic of people yeah. and the way financial services work, right? Regardless of whether you're buy side, sell side, custodian bank, the mission of financial services is to create better financial outcomes. I don't care where you sit in the ecosystem, that's the job, Absolutely. right? And in order to do that successfully, it's really about people, process, and platform. Yeah. So my, I, love the, I love the way you put that. We were right? spoken about this before, right? Yeah. People, process, platform, and, and, and yeah, expand on it. Yeah. So look, if you buy a Lamborghini and you don't know how to drive it, it's a nice little loan ornament, but it really doesn't do anything by itself. Yep. Financial services is the same way. You can have the best tech but if that tech isn't built around process that people ultimately manage and manage that risk, you don't have the right outcome. It's that perfect combination of people, process, and platform. Yeah. And I think part of the reason why I retired from BlackRock and I'm doing some other things now is because I really want to focus on this people element. Yeah. I really think that financial services overall, look, I manage teams for decades, right? Half the job is execution, and the other half is managing and developing your teams. I fundamentally believe that the execution part, obviously if you don't have that, you don't have anything, but if you don't manage the people around it so that people feel heard, people, under, you know, people are um, connected, right? It's all based on trust. The whole financial services industry and what we do is based on trust. If you don't build trust between managers and, and staff, and then staff to then go out and explore and get connected to other parts of your organization so that they understand the full life cycle of a trade. What we're doing here today for FIX and what I love about the FIX technology is it's a free message that takes friction out of the system. From execution when the portfolio manager gets a brilliant idea all the way through to settlement, right, at a custodian bank. Mm. And the more we can take friction out of that system, the more the better service we give to our employees, our clients. That's what we're here to do. And it's all a relationship business, yeah. right? I mean, I, I've always prided myself on, on the connection between those two. And I don't think that financial services firms focus as much on the people as they do on execution. Yeah. And I think that's a mistake. Yeah, and this is, this is why I'm so passionate about this panel we're talking on later on. So yep. 
I think it's people, the fuel of the industry is the title of what we're doing. We're, yep. we're, we're rerunning the fund from last year <laughs> where we were sat there on, on pretty much the same panel uh, talking about the subject. And I think you know, this has been a year which is, we've seen a fair amount of change across the industry. Yeah. We've seen more pressure on the industry than we've seen in, in, in other sort of years. And, it, and ultimately, that goes back to losing that trust really easily because everyone gets very focused on, you know, on, on you know, self-preservation at many sort of stages. Yeah. They, get, they get focused on bottom line, et cetera, et cetera. Obviously, if there's a various bits and pieces. But then also there's companies that, that maintain that focus on people and really thrive. And I think that's something we're, we're sort of you know, massively aligned on. Yep. And you know, whenever I talk to you about this, I know how passionate you are about it, <laughs> but whenever we talk about this subject, I think there is, there's, there's common sense, right? So yep. nothing which we're saying is groundbreaking or revolutionary. No. But common sense flies out the window when it suddenly moves into it. And I know you've got a real thought process about how people should manage, can manage, the power and the importance of people around this sort of thing. Yeah. Tell us a little bit about your thoughts on all of that. So, I mean, in my career, again, 50% of the job was execution, 50% was managing people. Yeah. I think we need to change the compensation structure. We're in a business about making money. That's what we do, Yeah. yeah. right? So if you want to change behavior, you have to impact compensation. I think you have to tell managers, both from the top and then all the people that manage other people down the chain, your job is to do both. Mm. And if you're a great executor, but you're not managing the people effectively, you're not developing them, they're not getting wider, the organization is not getting better and stronger, mm. well, then half your bonus should disappear. Yeah, yeah. You do that one year and tell them, congratulations, next year when you do what I actually asked you to do <laughs> and manage both the people and the process, yeah, yeah. we'll put that money back in the box. Yeah. But, but you, have to, you have to tie it to compensation. We are in the business of creating better financial outcomes. That can never be forgotten. Yeah. And the focus has to be on relationships. Yeah. You know, Carla Harris, who's a vice chair at Morgan Stanley, she talks about uh, your technical currency, which depreciates like a car when you drive it off the lot, yeah. and your relationship currency that continues to develop over the course of your career. Yes. Remember that when you want a promotion, when you want to go forward, when you want to change roles, you need somebody to, that is going to take your paper into a room and sponsor you. You're not the person in the room pitching that. Yeah. Right? So you need to build your relationships strong and wide across your organization and not just keep your head down and do your job. Yeah. This is a relationship business. Yeah. It, it, it's key to everybody's success. I 100% agree with all of that. And it is the relationship aspect, particularly when you talk about technology. Uh, and, you're, yep. and you're saying, look, you can have the great technology, but it means nothing without the people. As we, as we lurch more towards AI and we lurch more towards technology coming in to remove process and speed everything up, I think it becomes even more important to have that human element to everything we're talking about. And yeah. that, can over get, that can get overlooked as people are just trying to say, right, what can we strip out and where's the casualty from? Yeah, and it's not just this bit of the transaction. It's the life cycle of the trade, the yeah. life cycle of the client, the yeah. life cycle of the business. That's what you're here to manage. Yeah. If you don't, yeah, you may do some great trades in a given year, but the, but the year when the market isn't as good, yeah. you're going to potentially lose that client because you're not focused on that engagement piece. You're just focused on the execution of the transactions and generating revenue. You will keep your clients. You will keep your talented staff. Yeah. Right. I love, you know, we were talking earlier. I love managers who tell me they don't have time to do this. <laughs> I suggest you don't have time not to do it yeah. because then you will lose the biggest component that will make your team more successful. Collaboration is required in this business. It's an ecosystem, buy side, sell side, custodians, platforms. 
it all has to work together in yeah. us in order for all of us to be successful. We want to make the pie bigger. We want to employ more. We want, look, I'm also focused on employing people with disabilities. Why? Yeah. They have grit. People yeah, yeah. who work in this industry need some grit. Yeah, sure. Right? This is not an easy place to work. And people with disabilities make up 20% of the planet. This is what we were talking right? about the other day, and I yeah. think this is fascinating. Carry, yeah. yeah, I mean, both visible, like, I, look, I have cerebral palsy and walk with two canes. You can see me coming a mile away. Most people with disabilities, it's invisible. Yeah. And by the way, disability is something everybody's gonna join at some point. You may be 95 when it gets you, you may break your leg in a skiing accident. If you're a woman and you've had a child, congratulations, that's short-term <laughs> disability, you're already a member of the family, <laughs> right? Like, this is critical. We wanna get everybody who's capable and able and hungry and wants to do the work, yes. employed in doing the work, make the pie bigger. Employment is what leads to independence. Independence creates more money. By yeah. the way, people with disabilities make up $13 trillion in buying power. Yeah. Even for BlackRock, $13 trillion is a big number. It's, yeah, it's not bad, is it? Right. <laughs> so really, that's what we're about. And this is really interesting, because you know, with, that, with that sort of financial outcomes headline that you were talking about before, yeah. Ben, when you were speaking about diversity uh, and everything around that as, a, as, a, yeah, as, a, as an asset, yeah, that was a really interesting you know, viewpoint of it for me yeah. to hear how you were coming about that because I think there's a lot of people who, who sort of you know, think about things and tick boxes, but it's missing the point no. completely right. Because uh, you should never tick the box. Yeah, exactly. We're here to make money. Let's, yeah. Again, I, you know, green's my favorite color. I say this all the time and people laugh, but it's really true. I want you to hire diverse talent because it will create more innovation, more thought-provoking yeah. solutions, Yeah. right? And P.S. Diverse talent or non-diverse talent. If they're not getting the job done, they need to go. Yeah. Right. We're. we're I mean, look, we're results-oriented. Oh. We need diverse talent because diverse firms or people that hire diverse talent are 35% more profitable. Is there right. any firm that's at this in, at, at this event today that doesn't want to be 35% more profitable? Yeah. Right. We can't forget the outcome, but we have to get there the right way. And the more people we employ, the bigger we make the pie, the more money we have to manage. It's a win-win. With that, that sort of concept that 35% more profitable is a, is a big headline number, right? Yeah. Arthur Anderson did that work. That's not mine. <laughs> what or is Anderson it, Consulting, what, actually. What, what is it that, that sort of stops people, in your opinion, from, from you know, seeing that opportunity and really investing into it? Look, it's human nature, I think, to hire people that look like you yeah. or sound like you or yeah. come from where you come from. Yeah. Um, I'm a little bit weird, and I've had a lot of people working for me along the way. I'm always looking for people that are different. Yeah. Right? Maybe because I'm different. Yeah. I'm always looking for people that bring skills to the table that I don't have. When yeah. I build a team, uh, you know, I want to hire more non-white women who are gay with a disability. How yeah. about that? Yeah. This is not a bilateral conversation about one dimension. We're all made up of many dimensions. Yeah. I want to create the environment where everybody feels like they can be seen, they can be heard, they can speak up. You know, one of the best things about BlackRock is, is from analyst to MD. You can sort of walk around and talk to anybody, yeah, right? Yeah. There's not a lot of rules as yeah. far as that goes. Um, and it's really important to create that open environment. But again, it's built on trust. And trust is built on relationships. Yeah. So if you don't take the time to get to know your staff, to understand their strengths, their weaknesses, 
right? We all have strengths. We all have weaknesses. If you need me to ride a bicycle, we're going to have a serious problem, <laughs> right? Check with two canes. I'm not riding any bikes. <laughs> so, but I, I focus on the things that I'm good at. And, and, you know, when I'm, people ask me, what did I do for a living? I do behavior modification, yeah. right? It's about, if you explain to people the why, and if you take the time to get to know them and understand them and let them know you're there to be, you know, to help them be successful. Your job as a manager is to coach and mentor and to make not only yourself successful, but everybody around you better. Yeah. If that's the focus, you shouldn't be a manager. That make everyone better, I think, is a headline which, which every leader should have as you know, sort of a, yeah. as a subsection underneath their, their job title. It's yeah. the, the purpose of that organization is to that per, that organization, that manager, that individual is to make people better in their charge. Yeah. And I, I could be talking about this forever with you. Yeah. Um, we're keeping them to snippets today. We've got yep. a panel there. We've got given ourselves some good prep for later on haven't we, when we get up, up on the stage. Yep. But it's a pleasure as always. And thanks for coming well, on the show. Thank you for having me. Absolute pleasure. So much fun. And thanks for watching. We will see you soon on the next episode of FinTech Focus TV.